we are going to pop straight into the second episode of WandaVision after this introduction. If you enjoyed these videos, please consider dropping us a follow, subscription, leave some comments. Let us know what you thought about this episode because I'm really enjoying this show and I'm really excited to see what people thought of it. Take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful. Okay, it's been a couple of days, guys, but I'm glad we can finally get back to sit down again and watch the next episode of WandaVision. I am very impressed that you guys managed to keep your outfits consistent for the next <laughs> episode. Welcome. I really hope you decided to change in the last couple of days. <laughs> or, or, or that's not going to be too fun for anybody so we're gonna pop (laughs) (laughs) we are gonna pop straight into episode two of wandavision i want to ask a question to you both first focused on this weird crazy world that wanda seems to have created who do you think is real and who do you think isn't like some of these characters are clearly part of her manifested by her and some of it seems to be like People have inserted themselves into this world directly. So, barely. Let's start with you. Who do. Um, her neighbor is definitely one who is real. Vision, I'm not so sure on. I think kind of is, but kind of isn't. Um, I forgot the name of the, the blonde lady who's in charge of everything. Like the. Uh, because she. Uh, the line where she knows something's up with Wanda instantly tells me she's more important than you initially think she is. I had this conversation with my partner and she, I actually thought like that woman, the the Dottie is her name, the blonde lady is just part of the illusion that she is, but she also seems convinced the same as you are Mm. that there must be more going on with her, that she must be a, you must have an idea of like part of this world and maybe she's a part of it. How about yourself, Tessie? Um, I also agree that Dottie is probably someone from the outside. Really? Or at least like because I don't really think this is like a world that Wanda really created. Just because of the whole their conversation of Wanda going, I don't mean anyone harm. And then Dottie's just like, I don't believe you. And just, like, that type of dialogue just makes me think that, like, Wanda somehow got there into that town. And, like, some other people had already created it. And, like, Dottie is one of those original residents. So you don't think this is like a House of M kind of thing where she created it herself and is trying to control this reality? You think it might be something that was put together by somebody else? Yeah. Like, I think, like, Wanda has some sort of control over it. Like, especially with what happens at the very end of the episode of her just going, no, and just... Uh, I'm kind of hoping in episode three she'll say four, and then by, like, the last episode she'll just say mutants, and then she'll create mutants and... (laughs) Barely is just geeking out here. Uh, That would be beautiful. There is like, give me mutants, please. I feel like if and when Wanda breaks the Marvel universe, Deadpool is just going to like 
come up for like five seconds and pop to a portal or something. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. He's like, hi. And just whoop. And then yeah. everyone's like, what? And nobody would make any mention of it past that. Yep. It I... would just be confusion. And then, okay, well, there, there's Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's clear she has some degree of control because she basically rewound everything at the end. But let's get to that when we get to the end. Mm-hmm. This episode had a lot of Easter eggs. Yes. Like, for instance, did you know the characters' stage names are actually based on two apprentices that used to know Wanda and Vision in the Marvel comics back, I think it was the 80s, 70s or 80s? It was the mm -hmm. one where they tried to go to a suburban neighborhood and have their own lifestyle. And there were these two people who were, they actually did have superpowers, but they were illusionists. And they were called Glamour and Illusion which oh. was the names that Wanda chose for their stage names using their powers in literally the same way here, pretending to do magic tricks. But they were actually doing magic. And then there was the cabinet that Wanda was using, which had the Mind Stone embellished on it. Mm -hmm. Did you notice any particular Easter eggs that stood out for you, barely, other than those ones? Actually, I think you mentioned something. Uh, there was the Hydra logo. Oh, on the Strucker a, watch. On the watch, ah, yeah. Yes, you noticed it too. Yeah, there was, it was like, uh, that's Hydra. So Hydra's, which is like the thing we mentioned about possibly it being um, as part of Wanda's memories sort mm -hmm. of re-emerging is obviously Wanda's connection with Captain America mm -hmm. and Hydra. I'm kind of hoping, like, will the next one have something to do with speed and, like, moving fast and, like, stopping time somehow because of what happened to Quicksilver? Yeah. Quicksilver? Actually, no, let's stick to the Easter eggs for now. Anything else that stood out to you, Teshi? Uh, right in the opening itself, when Wanda is in the grocery store with... I'm just oh, going the be, to say... Oh, the Bewitched animated intro. Right in that little grocery opening, the posters in the background, there's one for Bova Milk, as Bova is the super intelligent cow that delivered Wanda and Pietro. Yeah. The comic books are weird. And then also another poster in the background was Auntie A's Litter. That doesn't and mean Auntie... anything to me. Um, Wanda occasionally referred to Agatha as Auntie A or Auntie okay. Agatha. And then she also has a familiar of a black cat. You can't really make the witch <laughs> metaphor any more, so, any less subtle than that. No, nope. <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> Did you notice the other little Easter egg in that scene? I didn't see any more. Okay. Do, do any of you know who the Grim Reaper is? No, I don't. Well, not the traditional Grim Reaper, but in the comic books, the Grim Reaper is the brother of Wonder Wonder Man. Oh. Uh, and in the comic books, Vision's brainwaves were based on Wonder Man. Uh, this gets so confusing. And <laughs> in the Bewitched scene, there's like an outline of his helmet, oh. uh, deliberately shaped to look like the big spike. He looks a bit like Galactus. It's pretty dumb. Um, <laughs> He's a Galactus headpiece, basically. Big spiky shapes. And here's the question, though. Are these just cute little Easter eggs for us? 
Or do you actually think they mean anything? Are they just trying to like, like really get the super nerds worked up with all these little clues? Or do you think they actually have any relevance to the, the plot line? Barely. It's Marvel. <laughs> I think it's sort of 50-50, really. You probably find a couple of them do have relevance. And then the rest of it is just chucked in there to try and throw people off and go, oh, but I've spotted this, so what if this is going to happen? And it's, I think that's pretty much how they're, they're going to try to field it to keep people interested. So I think, yeah, some of it probably will have some sort of, like, link to the actual plot and things that are coming up. Um, but I don't think all of it would. Personally, I think that hyper-intelligent talking cow is probably out of the budget range for the movie. They probably yeah. have more, more important scenes to film than that. How about yourself, Tashi? Do you think these are leading somewhere, or do you think it's just cute little With it being Marvel, it's all up in the air, like Fairly was saying. You <laughs> never know if it's just something to be like, hi, super nerds, like, we're, we're giving you a little nod, or if they're going, hey, this is a hint to something in the future. Like, I guess the only way we're going to find out is in episode three. Yep. A lot of, there's a lot of scenes where this is something I noticed in one as well, again with Agnes, where she's like dropping, people are dropping clues to stuff. Like the newspapers even mentioned like, oh, what would it be like to have a lovely baby? And uh, like, it's going to be such a wonderful experience. There's so many little pieces. And this is even emphasized even more in, in episode two, where they keep talking about for the children. I'm just going to point out that in the subtitles, they literally have for the children in quotes as if they're saying it as a title. Interesting. I did not have the subtitles on, so I did yeah. not notice that. I require subtitles, so. <laughs> oh. what, do you, what do you think that means? What, what... I have no idea. It's been racking my brain. I, I, I'm trying to figure out if Agnes is a good force or a bad force in the story. Is she trying mm -hmm. to manipulate Wanda into doing these things? Or is she trying to like keep an eye on her and make sure she's like being safe and barely looks like he wants to say something. It kind of made me feel like it was a cult because the way it was said it's, mm -hmm. They're chanting it, and it's constant. It's it, yeah, every single time that they say for the children, it's as a, it's like a chant. It's then unison. So, yeah, and it's like so. This feels like it's a cult. Like actually, no, there's there's something off about it, and I think it's kind of it's probably more of a reflection that someone is someone's up to something, and someone is trying to manipulate the situation. That would go against my theory, though. That like. This, these people are part of her. Like my, my thought was that the people are an illusion created by her. But if these things are being so yeah. screwed up, it could be more of an outside. You get the the part where the glass breaks, and you've got the radio playing, and it's someone trying to talk to Wanda. So Wanda, someone, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah who's doing this to you, Wanda? Yeah, who's doing this it. to you? Yeah. And it's and I think. That kind of shows that actually, no, it's not Wanda who's in fully in control. She has power, 
but she's not the one behind it all. There's someone else doing it. So that begs the question, who's behind all this? I'm going to let uh, Tessie, go on, Tessie, do you have some ideas or? I, I want to resist going back to witch theories, <laughs> but. Lower mind, come on. So Agatha has a son named Nicholas Scratch. Okay. Agnes then also then has the rabbit of Senor Scratchy, but that's besides the point. Senor um, Scratchy. Uh, Agatha's son ends up having his own kids, which are then considered Salem Seven, who basically like make a new Salem and whatnot. And so like that's what I was getting the vibe of of Dottie and a couple of other people there. Of just like, what if they are the Salem Seven? And that is why Agnes is there because she's trying to help Wanda get out of it. You mean the people in the town? Because it seems to be like, we we never see like, I don't think we ever see any strangers walk around the towns. Like people mm -hmm. who aren't these immediate villagers. Like I've no, I don't, I may be wrong, but I don't recall any scenes where there's like pedestrians walking. Yeah, I don't know of any just random oh people, really. Everything's very focused. Yeah, it's very mm -hmm. limited to this core group of people. That that brings me to the one stranger that did appear right near the end of the show, uh, covered in bees. Yeah. What the fuck is up with the bees? <laughs> I am so confused about that on so many levels. For some reason, I highly doubt it's Swarm. Because he's considered like one of the worst comic book characters of all time. God only knows, they might blow our mind. They turned the Guardians of the Galaxy into legitimate characters, so anything is possible. It's like, I want to say that that beekeeper might be AIM, because Strucker, at least in the comics, creates AIM as an offshoot of Hydra. But at the same time, the beekeeper suit had the sword logo on it. So yeah, I'm so that wouldn't work. It's confused. definitely like some sort of sword agent has been trying to infiltrate the place. But why is he covered in bees? Yeah, and what's up with the outfit? Like, I'm, I'm so confused. I can definitely I see the aim. Now that you met, I can definitely see the aim resemblance in the shape, but be barely. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. The only the only thing I I could draw from it was the fact that obviously his sword they're trying to get involved somehow and bees are bugs. So is it that they're trying to break a program? Because they're I, trying I, to find I bugs. I like that theory. That's that cute. Was that was the only thing I could think of. Like, other than that, it's like is a transformer gonna turn up? Is Bumblebee Pro gonna show probably up? probably not? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I actually have some of the Transformers. It was the Transformers and Avengers comics from the Aces when Transformers was like a legitimate part of the the Marvel universe, mm -hmm. and they actually tried to like connect the canon and everything. It was wild. One other small little detail I noticed was red the objects that were appearing were mm -hmm. specifically red and gold. Oh, yes. kind of orangey kind of red those are Stark's colors mm -hmm. 
Do you think that Sword is being founded and based on like Stark technology? Maybe there was an airplane tried to get in somehow, and when it hit the world, it it landed in it transformed into that just a tiny little dinky airplane uh, for whatever like weird reality warping was going on. But why why those colors specifically? I want to say it's related to Iron Man and them using his tech right now, uh, but I really don't know. Kind of curious to like. Undo. I have a different idea when it comes to the helicopter that doesn't have to do with the colors. I'm thinking similar to like what you were saying of like the helicopter was trying to come in and it like somehow got transformed into a toy, but what i started thinking on top of that is there has to be a pilot Ooh. what if that pilot is then monica rambo who then shows up right after then and she literally questions what her name is mm -hmm. because she goes i'm pause geraldine geraldine <laughs> is that my and name she literally <laughs> questions it so like i'm wondering if like her memory got messed up with trying to break through the barrier we do know that that lady is monica rambo that was the daughter of maria rambo from captain mm -hmm. marvel she was the one that chose the colors for captain marvel's outfit and in the comic book she was even held the mantle of captain marvel for a while she is like one of my favorite heroes she eventually becomes spectrum regardless the color came back at the end of the episode mm -hmm. and we could finally see like Wanda, bright red, uh, Fission, all his makeup. It was it was surreal actually seeing the color come back after so long. It was so <laughs> cool. It, it literally looked as if like if you were watching I Love Lucy getting colorized and things mm -hmm. like that. Just that very original kind of bland colors and stuff. Bewitched was actually around that period when it went from like black and white to color. So mm -hmm. it made perfect sense. Where do you think the next episode is going to be? I'm very much convinced it's going to be the Brady Bunch. The only other With... thing that I'm kind of thinking is Happy Days has to appear at some point as well. Could you, could you imagine Paul Bennett is coming up on the scene and yeah. just being like, Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, it tends to be very stylistically focused on one specific show with mm -hmm. nods to the others. So I'm betting my money on Bewitched. You're betting your money on Happy Days. How about yourself, Teshi? I'm not entirely sure because it feels like with each episode, they've been literally jumping a decade. Mm -hmm. So Isn't the Brady Bunch either, the 70s? They're either going to be in the 60s or 70s. We would be in the 70s the for the episode. next one. Because when I think 70s, the literal first thing that pops in my head is that 70s show. <laughs> is that because of the actress from that 70s show was in the first episode? Yeah, that, that's yeah. mainly the reason why my brain is wanting to jump to that. She, she's amazing. You can tell she's been down the sitcom uh, road before. She knows how that... How that how the cogs of that wheel work and thoughts on the episode like summary what did you think do you, are you excited for episode three i am extremely excited i wish we could get the episode literally right now instead of waiting almost a whole week yeah. <laughs> what is this disney 2007 we have to wait a week for an episode just 
give us the whole lot now. <laughs> they're, they're punishing us for cutting the cable. They're like, you guys, you cut the cable, and uh, now we're going to punish you. You're going to have to deal with weekly episodes again still. Yeah. They, they got to do it to keep people connected because I found out Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out like two weeks after WandaVision ends. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to be doing these videos for a while, guys, by the way. And so it's all going to be back to back to back. That's yeah. awesome. And then two weeks after that ends, Loki starts. Oh. Yeah. So you're not getting a break, guys. The MCU is back, and it is going to make sure you're aware of its presence. <laughs> Barely. What did you think of the episode? I really liked it. It was much, uh, much more interesting than the first because of everything that was going on in it. it held my attention a lot easier. Um, I kind of almost zoned out with the first one, feeling like it was an actual sitcom. Like it was just a sitcom. Than, yeah. yeah. Whereas this actually felt like a Marvel program. And mm. yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one because I'm kind of hoping with each one, it becomes more and more Marvel as it's going, as things start to unravel. It's no longer an old tv show it's about trying to get wander out of wherever it is that she is the first six will likely be the sitcom ones mm. and it will be seven eight and nine that will be the like longer ones they'll be like 45 mm. minutes long and that's when it will probably move out of that world and into like just full-on madness all i can say is they're giving very little away with the trailers mm. I've been literally freeze-framing the trailers, and I saw one moment where, like, Wanda looks like she's doing something to the Mind Stone. That seems mm. to be the old facility that she was in, which mm -hmm. struck her, and it might give us some idea of, like, what actually did the Mind Stone do to her? What, what powers did it grant to her? And mm. how does that connect to Fission? Maybe she created Fission out of, like, her, in her mind, and that might be a way for her to bring back his consciousness. But I hope they don't, because I feel like that would cheapen the debt. Mm -hmm. Do you think she's going to break reality? Like, everyone's theorizing with all the hints and rumors we're getting, that, like, everything is just going to explode into, like, a multiverse of madness, and it's going to affect Spider-Man, it's going to affect Loki, it's going to affect everything else. Probably. Probably. Marvel. They like confusing things. <laughs> I'm going to go with what Kevin Feige said of uh, the only hint I'm giving you is in the title of the second Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. One person made a very blatant hint at this. And I'm like, this guy's really bad at keeping secrets. Uh, he's like, oh, I feel like the Marvel Universe is definitely going to expand after this. Ten, tenfold, you could say, and I'm like, come on! <laughs> it's like <laughs> it Thank would also make an it, it would also give us an excuse for the what if cartoon series mm -hmm. because that's going to be like here's stories from different uh, universes and why they happened. Well, there's one that references Marvel zombies. Oh God! I would now. There's a movie I would watch. That'll never happen. That needs to be a Deadpool movie. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the only way that could be done suitably <laughs> as if it's outside of disney <laughs> mix the cartoon uh, or the comic deadpool kills the marvel universe with marvel zombies yeah. so he's just killing yes. a marvel universe of zombies that, that, 
That would be God. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. This is going to be a fun couple of years to be a Marvel fan. Thank you guys for coming in and having these discussions with me. If you enjoyed this, feel free to drop your theories down in the comments below. Like, comment, blah, 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 blah. I don't think I could ever say that stuff seriously with a straight face. You know, you, you've been on YouTube more than five minutes. If you like the show, give us a follow. Yeah, do the YouTube stuff. Do the YouTube stuff. Check us out on social media. I want to hear people's theories on this. And I promise I will be geeking out with other people on this for quite some time to come. Thank you for joining us. Take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful. Oh, you got to the end of the video, huh? Thank you for checking out today's discussion. If you enjoyed our guests or the subjects we were talking about, please consider checking the links down below. All the information will be there. You can find us on all the social medias and all the usual places under the name No Word Count. And if you really enjoyed the conversation, please do consider checking us out on Patreon and Twitch and helping to support the channel because that will just help us to continue bringing you more great discussions with more great people. Take care of yourselves. Stay beautiful.